The house is 175,000 square feet. It's, it has 250 rooms. We had to pay $78 a person just to walk through the house. Welcome to Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the Word. And today is the first message that I am delivering for this year. And the last message that I delivered was what God told me to do, was to even begin that last message of that last Sunday service entitled Miracle Money, and even my first message of the year to continue on with that theme. Because just as with the election that we have not too long ago experienced, the number one issue on people's mind was the economy. It was the number one issue at that time, and even now it is the number one issue even within the church And even when I often am among pastors, their number one issue is finance. So even among clergy, money is critical and money is important. And in our lives, it is becoming an increasingly worrisome thing for most people in America and even across the world. So he just wants me to talk to you on on just miracle money. And this is part two entitled The Law of Appreciation. And God changed my entire message this morning. I actually was going to speak from another aspect. And early this morning, I was actually in my gym on the treadmill, and he simply spoke to me, when you finish your workout, I want you to go and you sit in prayer for 30 minutes, and you have something to jot the notes down, and I will instruct you on what to speak this morning. So sometimes this stuff comes at the very last minute. And as I did that, he changed my whole message. And he said, I want you to talk with him today on the law of appreciation. And there are many aspects of miracle money. And I I saw it even when I did the series on how to survive a famine, that most of the elements were spiritual. They really weren't practical. And I know a lot of practical financial things, but But many of you know the practical financial stuff also. And and sometimes when you get in certain situations, practical stuff is not really what you need because you've done all of the practical stuff. You need a miracle. There there are some things in life and there are some positions in life where we just need, we don't need advice. We need a miracle. So so there, there are some things of just where you have to move beyond the normal, logical, practical mode of thinking And you have to move, and that's why it is called the supernatural. See, some some stuff, the natural just won't get, by some natural law, you're in a mess and you're going to stay in a mess. That's sometimes what the natural will tell you. So you have to move from the natural into the supernatural. So today, we deal with, in miracle money, the law of appreciation. When normally when we use the word appreciation in a material sense, especially as it relates to property or real estate or possessions, 
Appreciation means to increase in value over time. If you buy something in, in 10 years, if you buy something and you pay X number of dollars for it, appreciation means that in 10 years it will be worth X plus an additional amount. It will have appreciated in, in value. But, but God said this to me. He said, with people, the longer they are blessed with something, the less they appreciate it. I said, whoa, that's deep. Normal appreciation, the value goes up. But God said this morning, he said, with people, the longer they are blessed with something, the less they appreciate it. I said, wow. It was deep, but I instantly recognized it was true. And I don't care what it is. The longer you have it, the less you appreciate it. And, and it should be in reverse. If, if God has blessed you with something, the, the longer he allows you to keep it, not like the more grateful and the more thankful you ought to be. But, but with people, the longer you have it, the more common it becomes and the less you appreciate the thing. And it doesn't matter what it is. It covers the full range from possessions to people. You can have a good person in your world. And the longer they are there, the less you will appreciate them. You can have a good house, a good car. See, when it is new, oh, you just will praise it all day long. But the longer you have it, and as God put it, the longer people are blessed with it, the less they appreciate it. And it's just a reality of, of a lower human nature. And that's why we have to, that's why God wants to tell you some things to take you from the natural because that is a natural reaction. It's like what happens at Christmas time. At Christmas time, all of the children are looking for the new toys, and yet most of their old toys are fine. But yet the same old toy that they got last Christmas is now piled up in a corner with dust on it. They, they've had it for an entire year, but they have lost it. The, the toy hadn't changed. It's the same toy that gave them so much joy on Christmas Day. But you check with them ten months later. And it's, Mama, I, I want this, or, or, or Daddy, I, I want this. The same thing that they've been blessed with all year now, not only do they no longer appreciate it, they no longer even want it. With people, the longer they are blessed with it, the less they appreciate it. So see, the first thing we have to do, that's why he called the first it's not the first law necessarily of miracle money, but it's one of the laws of miracle money is the law of appreciation. And that which God has blessed you with, you need to appreciate. And you see, the more we get, the less, the, 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 the duller our appreciation senses get. You know, that, that's why sometimes even rich people can be so petty about details. Have you ever noticed that? And sometimes, and it's not anything against rich people because I consider myself to be rich. But, but, but rich people, and, and many of you are rich. See, all oh, that's relative is how you look at yourself. I don't look at myself as poor even when I'm broke. So, so it's a matter of mentality. 
But oftentimes when you have an abundance of material things, you have a tendency to get fussy about little details. Let me just give you an example. Now see, that's why Paul says, having ye food and raiment, be ye content. Just, just the food issue. When you get a whole lot of stuff, not only do you become so itty-bitty, detaily picky about what you eat in house, but even just the silverware becomes a big issue. Oftentimes, if I go somewhere fancy to eat and they lay out, I have a difficulty exactly figuring out what to eat what with. I know many of you all don't have that problem, but I do. And I just, you know, I've been to some places where they'll give you a 24-course meal and they have all these. Just let me show you. This is how picky you can get. Sometimes when you get into certain levels, just in the place settings, I'm going to just give you an an education just in place settings. You have, and this is from the biggest utensil to the smallest, when you have, first you have your fish fork. Then there's a dinner fork, a place fork, a salad fork, a cocktail seafood fork, and an ice cream fork. Those are the forks. Then the spoons. There's an iced teaspoon, a place dessert soup spoon, a jelly spoon, a cream soup spoon, a sugar spoon, a teaspoon, a coffee spoon, a demitasse spoon, which I had to look that up what that was, and a salt spoon. I know you all know, but I didn't know what it was. Then there are seven kinds of knives. You see, sometimes when you get so much stuff, you start fussing over what to eat what with. And when you are hungry, you don't care what you eat with. And see, I have always tried to maintain an appreciation for even my food. And sometimes if I go somewhere with my mother, my mother will always get on me because I go to the other extreme I eat a lot of my stuff with my hands. I still do. And I just pick it up and eat it. I, I'm a tactile person. I like to feel my stuff. I put it. So my mother said, boy, you you are pastor of a church. You're college educated. And you're sitting up here eating with your hands. Don't you know you need to have more manners and more formality than that? And she's just as right as she could be. But I appreciate my stuff. And I, I just don't need 12 different kind of forks to eat my food. I'm, there's nothing wrong with that, but, but it just, it's just back to basics. And, and sometimes the more stuff we get, the more picky we get. And, and one little itty-bitty thing out of whack throws us all out of whack. See, those, those who are truly in need, we appreciate small things. That, that's why... When the lady came to Jesus and, and she says in Matthew 15, beginning at 25, she says, Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not meet to take the children's bread and cast it to dogs. And she said, Truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith, be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. See, she wanted crumbs. When you are in desperate situations, and when you are truly hungry, and when you truly need, you don't need all that fancy stuff. And you will appreciate crumbs. Because oftentimes the crumbs are really enough 
to nourish you. They just don't look as fancy as some of the other stuff. And even with in Luke 16, 20, it's a story. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, which was laid at his gate full of sores and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. Now, now the name Lazarus actually means God supplies help. And here was this man laying there full of sores, and all he wanted was just the crumbs that fell from the rich man's table. The more in need we are, the more often we will appreciate whatever we have and whatever we get, and sometimes you'll be able to see the miracles when your level of appreciation changes. Because see, even money, in truth, is nothing but crumbs. Money is not God's best stuff, whether you know it or not. That's his crumbs. That, that's why Jesus said, he said, look, if, I, if you cannot be trusted with unrighteous mammon, how can you be trusted with the true riches? He would say, that's not even God's best stuff. That, those are the crumbs. So, so you have to learn how to have a level of appreciation for whatever God gives you. And then you'll be able to start seeing some miracles because too many of us are waiting on Christmas Day with toys piled up from last Christmas that we no longer appreciate. My wife and I just left Asheville, North Carolina. We spent a week there and we just went there and stayed for the first week of the week. And, and, and one of the things that we went to see was the Biltmore Estates. It's where the Vanderbilts built a huge. Matter of fact, I think it's the largest house in the U.S. The house is one hundred and seventy five thousand square feet. It's it has two hundred and fifty rooms. We had to pay seventy eight dollars a person just to walk through the house. And it took us about an hour and a half. And we only went through about a third of the house. It's a humongous house. It, it is the most obvious example of the what wealth can buy on the face of the earth. It is a humongous House of just just walking through. It it sits on 8,000 acres of land. The Biltmore Estates of the Vanderbilts. And yet while I was walking through that house, I've always had since I was a young boy a sensitivity to things. I understand it now as a sensitivity to spirits and spiritual things. But but as I was walking through the house and we walked through all of these elegant grand rooms and and bedrooms and all of this stuff. And finally, towards our end of the tour, we ended up downstairs and it was in the servants quarters. And their rooms, of course, were small with a small bed and, and just a, a, a wash basin and what's called a bedpan. But the thing I noticed as I left the upper levels of all of the grand rooms and all of the elegance and, and went down to where the servants were. There was a different spirit in the servants' quarters versus the master's quarters. And the spirit in the servants' quarters was warm and happy. And upstairs it was cold. And and I, I could feel the change of the very spirit itself. 
And as I, as I looked into the servants' quarters and, and some of the tour guides would explain some things, they, they would say that there are bedpans, and, and a bedpan is a pan that you use to go to the bathroom in when you don't have a bathroom. And the, and the tour guide was explaining that when Vanderbilt hired his servants from, from the surrounding area of Asheville, it was a very poor neighborhood in a very poor county and city. And he said that most of the people who came and worked in the house had never experienced indoor plumbing. And they didn't even trust indoor plumbing. So they wouldn't use the bathroom in the commode because the only thing they had known was a bedpan. So when they experienced just a commode and they didn't have to go outside in the cold to do number two, when they just had that, they were as happy as they could be. To the master, it was law, it had lost its appreciation. It was quite the last time you had ever thanked God for having a commode to sit on. Now it sounds crazy until you experience a situation to where to a people a commode was something to jump up and down and have joy over. Most of us just go in flushed. It. We don't even think twice about it because, uh, as God says, with people, the longer they are blessed with it, the less they appreciate. You see, it, it's, 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 a, it's just a blessing just to appreciate not just the plumbing in the bathroom. It's a blessing just to appreciate your own plumbing working. Do, do you know, see, see, my company makes the, the health food product, the cleaner, which, which is a detox product. And, and we get a lot of testimonies from people and their plumbing isn't working. It's just a blessing. And you don't appreciate stuff until you lose it. You let your plumbing get clogged up. And then you need a miracle trying to get it unclogged. People, we have got to be appreciative. It, it, it's one of the laws of miracle money. And you start seeing some miracle money in places where you, you've never seen it before. I, I gave the testimony in the message called The Den of Thanks. It's message number 5262. Of where I was out in the woods one day. And every day I'll have uh, the people in my office send me a text message with how much the deposit is. So I can keep track of finance with the company. And some days it's a big deposit and some days it's a small deposit. And as I was there looking at the deposit that day in the woods, it was a small deposit. And I said to myself, mm. and God spoke to me then. And he said, you ought to be thanking me every day for whatever amounts that come into your company. And he said, when you start thanking me every day, it will change the deposit. I started doing that. So I start thanking God no matter what the amount is. And what I noticed was this. I, I, I'm not sure the deposit changed, but it changed the way I appreciated the deposit. Some of you have been getting the same paycheck over and over and over and over again. And, and God says with people, the longer they are blessed, the less they appreciate. You've been getting the same check over and over and over and over again. And it's not until you get your check with a pink slip in it that you then say, oh, my God. And then your check changes. 
And sometimes, and God, what God would say, look, no matter how much it is, I have provided that, and you ought to be thankful every single day for every single penny that comes in, and it changed my viewpoint of things. It's the law of appreciation. The law of appreciation. Let me just tell you, I was back in the dressing room today getting ready to get my makeup put on. And they always have a, they'll have a sermon, an older sermon playing. And today the sermon was playing called What's Your Excuse? And the thing about What's Your Excuse was this. That day, the happy preacher was in the audience. And you could hear the happy preacher just all over the everything, every other word. The happy preacher was showing appreciation for the word. Now, let me tell you what that did for the happy preacher. First of all, I sent him a check that day. I sure did. That's first thing. So it caused the happy just from his appreciation. Second thing is this. The happy preacher told me, he says, every time he's been in a situation where Bill Clinton has been there, President Clinton recognized him. He said, I've been at three Barack rallies. And Barack recognized me. He said, we got the happy preacher in the audience. Nothing but appreciation. But this man, just because he showed appreciation, presidents recognize him. Now imagine how God feels when you show him appreciation. That, that, that's why, that's why I, I, I put this scripture in it today. And it, and it says... And this is in Isaiah, first chapter, first three verses. It says, even the animals, the donkey and the ox, know their owner and appreciate his care, but not my people Israel. No matter what I do for them, they still do not understand. We need to be like the happy preacher. The, the happy preacher appreciates the word of God. And, and you can just hear James said, he was listening. He said, a happy preacher by himself. Is more powerful than the whole audience. That's why Clinton and Barack recognized it. They don't know me, but they know the happy preacher. All because of his appreciation of the word of God. When we appreciate things, it will change the very essence of our eyesight. And that thing has a vibration to change the people. Some of you, when you start appreciating people, and you don't appreciate them until you're about to lose them. Because the, God says, with my people, the longer they're blessed with something, the less they appreciate it. People appreciate the stuff now. It will change you. And there is a miracle in it that may change the stuff. Give thanks. Give praise to people now. Uplift them now. Look at all of the, just go, some of you just need to go home today, just give thanks to your commode. Now, it's, a low, it's the lowest, dirtiest thing in your house. But without it, you're going to have a problem. And we don't appreciate it. Let it get backed up. Either, either way, we don't appreciate it until we lose it. The law of appreciation. God has to build you up with some stuff. Because even if he sent miracle money, even if he sent you a million dollars, you know what the problem will be? With people, the longer they are blessed with it, the less they appreciate it. I'll be continuing this series next week. Go to airjesus.com. Just click series 
and click on Miracle Money to hear the rest of it. We thank you for joining us today at Brothers of the Word because, brother, you need the Word. Amen, amen, amen. And I'll be going over the other laws that God spoke to me concerning miracle money. I'm going to ask C. Elijah to close us out today. I've been listening a lot to his messages lately because now we've got the, um, where people normally will click on listen live. It now constantly streams sermons 24-7. James put a new, uh, got our computer updated and stable. So it streams constantly sermons. So oftentimes I'll click on it. And I just I've been listening to a lot of C. Elijah's messages lately. And C. Elijah is a real good preacher. With, with with just solid, profound word. And sometimes I, I, I had to get quiet and, and, and get still and just listen. And I was listening early this morning and last night, and I was just listening. I said, I said, this boy is deep. This, this, this is some heavy, rich stuff. So it flows out now over the Internet 24-7. And there was a message that I was listening, and, and he said even... It just stuck with me. He said, it's not the duration of your life that's important, but the donation of your life that's important. And, and as we move our mentalities, miracles are going to happen when your mentalities change. Miracles are going to happen when your mentality changes. So God is taking you through some mentality changes now to change spirits. That's why he wants you to just start having a different eye of appreciation. And as I, as I listened to see Elijah over and over and over, I, I started to even just get a different appreciation of his wisdom and spirit and gentleness. So I just want to let him know I appreciate it. I appreciate him and, and people it's just it's just a blessing to have so many things that we just take for granted it really is it's just a blessing I, I, you know see Elijah has never brought me a single presented a single problem when I was co-pastor Norris pastor not a single problem ever. His his wife at his birthday party said that as long as she's been married to him, he's never presented her with a single problem. And sometimes, so it's just the law of appreciation, people. It's a foundational thing, because look, when folk don't appreciate stuff they have, they're not going to appreciate stuff they get. I can just tell you that. He said, say it again. I'm going to say it again. When, when, when people don't appreciate stuff they have, they're not going to appreciate stuff they get. It's just a rule. So you, you have, God just wants us to take us to another level. Just in what we appreciate. Just the law. Appreciation has a lot of different words. You can call it thankfulness. 
gratitude, whatever you want to call it. But he calls it the law of appreciation. People appreciate. Don't be like God says the children of Israel were. He said even an ox and a donkey appreciates their master, but not my people. Feeds us every day, clothes us every day, sun and rain every day, all this air to breathe every day, health every day. All this every day. And we don't appreciate. So in order for us to move to miracles being able to be manifested in our lives, we've got to move to where we are appreciating what we have. So see, Elijah, I just, I appreciate all that you have done to just enrich and to grow me from, from way back. See, I, I sat under see Elijah long before the ark started when he taught the disciples group. And I was there just like the video camera man. I videoed him every single session. And even at Wheat Street Church where he began. So he's been doing this a long time. So the seeds he has implanted has been a long time. And, and sometimes people, there are people in your lives and they have been planting in your life a long time and you've not even told them how much you appreciate it. You take them for granted because with people, the longer they are blessed, it's a rule of lower nature. And we've got to move from lower nature to supernatural. So see Elijah, if you would close us out. Amen. Praise God, we thank Pastor Nathan. Give him another hand for that. What a powerful, powerful message um, that he delivered this morning. And not necessarily one that make you jump and shout, but it was, it was from the heart. It was a message from God's heart to our heart. And I appreciate Pastor Nathaniel's obedience because it takes a lot to switch a message the morning that you have to deliver it. That takes a lot of faith and a lot of courage to do that. I don't know if God could have got me to change my message. <laughs> Normally when I got something to preach, I go with it. I stay with it. <laughs> so that takes, a, that takes a lot to be able to, to change directions that quickly like that. So, but that just shows you his heart. Um, he's willing to obey God no matter what the cost, no matter what the fear no matter what the sacrifice he's willing to follow god at all costs and there's a powerful powerful message in that and i'm gonna I'm say this i'm gonna return the favor to pastor nathaniel since he spoke so highly and well of me um it's, it's interesting since he said he was thinking about me lately in a good light i had the same thought about him recently in fact a few days ago i told my wife and this was Late one night, 
and I'll give you a little background on this. But uh, uh, about a week ago, something happened at the church that somebody didn't like. And they just went ballistic about it. And word got back to Pastor Nathaniel. And he wrote a letter in response to the incident to the person. And he cc'd a copy to me and Pastor James. And when I read it, tears streamed down my eyes. Because the title of his letter was, I'm sorry. And he wrote an apologetic letter. And when I read the letter, I said, now, here's a man who could have defended himself. He could have argued all of the valid points of why he did what he did and what happened, why it happened. He could have argued it. He could have validated it. He could have, you know, fussed back at him. But he simply said, I'm sorry. He said, I'm sorry. And he just apologized in the whole. And I told my wife, I said, Nathaniel is living like Jesus. So he's living like Jesus. I said, the older he has gotten, the more he's living like Jesus. The more he's divested himself of earthly treasures, the more he's divested himself of earthly prominence, he's now moving into a stature where he's living like Jesus. He's living like Jesus. And this is the most powerful thing that the body of Christ is to develop into and to come into. And I said, I'm going to eventually teach a series on living like Jesus. Living like Jesus. Living like Jesus. Living like Jesus. So that's the prelude to that. I might do that this Thursday. <laughs> But he has truly um, touched all of us with his sincerity, with his heartfelt desire to follow God and to live like Jesus. What a testimony. You are listening to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com. This was the second message in the Miracle Money series by Nathaniel Bronner Jr. This message was number 5423 and called The Law of Appreciation. That's 5423. The next message is number 5424. To listen to the entire series, click series on airjesus.com or theonlineword.com. Listen to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com often and keep your spirit charged up.